Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. my friend ah uh, just dandy and blessed and i just saw your message so so thankful that god is so oh, faithful god is how good. am i coming through oh you're coming through great god is good folks i was <laughs> able to uh go down and pick up my u.s passport it's good for another 10 years and um praise the lord encourage everybody to get their passport updated uh, who knows when God might say it's time to hit a, get on a plane and go somewhere. So just be ready. That's all. <laughs> um, we're excited to be here today with the podcast evangelist and host of faithbucks.com, Spirit Wars, Strange O'Clock Broadcast, and more. I'm talking about Michael Basham. Michael, you want to open us up in prayer? Sure, yes, sir. Thank you. Praise God. It's just Lord, we thank you that Shannon got his passport. Thank you for his wise counsel and instruction and that he brings so many people to the table like a war chamber, like generals discussing the way forward. I pray that everybody listening will not just get their physical passport, but will learn how to tap into your spirit and to walk by faith and that you would guide this conversation today and give us an uptick in our sensitivity to your spirit to learn how to to obey the checks, to learn how to operate in the gifts of God. Thank you so much, Lord, for this fellowship. We praise you, Lord. Amen. I say amen to that. Michael, we got one hour beginning now. Take it. Run with it, brother. Got it. Got it. Hallelujah. Well, uh, a lot of things have happened since last week. And, uh, but since you talked about the passport, I just wanted to mention, I never go anywhere without my passport. It's just a habit. It, it's easier to travel the world 
with a passport. And if you ever lose the thing, oh, you're in trouble. I think I only ever lost my passport one time, went and got another one, spent a hundred bucks, found the one I lost, and then had to get rid of it. It's illegal to have two passports. So we have to have this feeling, like this mentality that God might take us and put us somewhere else at any moment. And even if it's just the idea that life is transitory and the things that are happening, you can listen to people that are very self-assured that they feel like, well, you know, this is just another day. Even in Russia, there's people that I've been listening to that they're funny. They're English speaking podcasters, Russians with attitude. They were freaked out about what just happened. And I want to get into the Russian coup. Why, why I think it was a psyop. And there's a lot of people that are debating that. But as far as passports go, I heard it, the, the number is something like less than 10% Americans actually have a passport. <laughs> it's just insane. Really? I'm looking at people like, and they're like, what is that? I'm like, it's a passport. You know what that is? Yeah. People just don't think there's life outside of America. That's why we're so unhealthy. Our, our diet, we just, we've become insulated. We think, It's normal to just have Arby's and McDonald's every day. Our nutrition is less than 20 ingredients, main food types per week. This is really bad, guys. So get your passport. Go on some vacations if you have to. But think of it more like missions. Because I really believe that God is going to start sending people around the world, not just for vacation, not just to like escape, but to do missions again. And Omega Men, you're out there in Indonesia for 10 more years. That is so cool. <laughs> you, are God's, you are God's lighthouse there. Well, the, uh, the U.S. passport is good for 10 years, but uh, how long we're going to remain in Bali, I don't know. Now, I'm good for five years at a time, and I've got to renew my, uh, okay. my Indonesian visa next year. But, you know, if God said move, we're ready to move next week, wherever it is in the world. I mean, if he makes a way, that is. I mean, you know. He would have to do some things, but um, no, my U.S. passport is one I just renewed, and um, praise God for that. Uh, I'm excited to have my paperwork, and still got a few more things to do, but we're getting everybody's paperwork uh, in order, and I think that's a good thing to do. Hey, by the way, uh, just a quick note, and then we'll throw it back to you. Um, in 2025, uh, the Real ID system goes live in America. Uh, it's coming about a year from now. And so uh, two years from now. So uh, you're going to need a uh, updated driver's license and or your passport, or you won't even be able to get on an airplane. Your driver's license will not work anymore. So just want to encourage people, get a jump on that. Get all your stuff in order, and then if God says go, you know, you're ready to go. Back to you, Michael. Take it away. Oh, my gosh. It's like it's like as if we didn't already have enough, you know. It's like, okay, we're going to th- now – we're also going to throw this dishwasher on top of your back since you've just been struggling trying to carry all this other stuff. That's how it feels. Like every week there's yet another impossible giant thing. Well, let's see. This week we had the Titanic distraction disaster, which was probably a ritual. I really appreciate the people that tune in listening live whenever I do go live on the Spirit Force show, which all my links are on facebooks.com um it was likely a, a satanic sacrifice as they were also distracting everybody james cameron super insider 
kind of wink, wink. Oh, this isn't a very well-made submarine. <laughs> and just the trendy, oh, but it's good for the earth, he said, which is very cryptic. Oh, this submarine is good for the earth. It's made out of this kind of biodegradable plastic of some kind, cheap material. And wink, wink, you know, the Titanic symbolizes the destruction of America. We've always talked about that. I've seen it talked about even in my mission group. We used to say, well, we've got to keep this mission group from sinking like the Titanic. And indeed it did. I was in the children of God, uh, a mighty witness throughout the world, incredibly, totally controversial. Even to this day, I'm still like, why did God do so many miracles through this team of people? (laughs) Millions and millions of miles of miracles, maybe billions of miles of miracles because of the way that God positioned his people around the earth in all the countries witnessing to God knows how many billions of people. I'm not taking the name of the Lord in vain. Probably like the entire population of the planet three or four times over. That's the number of statistical witnesses through also through media that, that were performed. So with that kind of tradition, and with my grandfather's tradition and with Derek Prince Ministries tradition, um, but not endorsed by <laughs> Derek Prince Ministries, of course, I'm going to keep trying to put out the word and with your tradition too, and exhort, rebuke. The Lord told me to tell the people, as they usually say, to, to bring this, this sense of God's comfort, the need to have more intimacy with him as the world is going into this chaos and it's going to bring a kind of a comfort and intimacy saying like, Oh no. Yeah. It's so scary out there. Come, come to the matrix. Yes. The robot mommy will protect you and your robot girlfriend. And it would, it desires intimacy. That's the new currency. It used to be data. Now the AI intimacy is here as well. So 2030, you know, there's going to be basically in the next seven years, the kind of events that just make people want to crawl under the rocks and say, please hide us. And that's because Satan is projecting his psychological meltdown of, Oh my gosh, God is coming back. I'm, I'm going to be judged. You're like, why doesn't God do anything about all this stuff that's going on? Well, Satan has an allot allotted period of time and why? Well, it's our fault. We gave him the planet. So he got 7,000 years basically to rule, well, 6,000 years, I should say, to, to create havoc and to have this sinful situation since Adam and Eve in the garden. And now that time is coming to the end. And it looks like 2030, if anybody has time to watch like a really, really well done in-depth Bible study, Messiah 2030 basically takes you through the entire Bible. I'm not going to do it on the show. It's not my documentary. 2030 denotes roughly the period of time that 7,000 years has passed. 4,000 years of from Adam until Jesus Christ, 2,000 years from Jesus Christ's resurrection till, to, till today. And then we're going to go into the millennial reign of Jesus Christ, the 1,000 years. And why is that important? Because... Everywhere throughout the Bible, you'll see the number four when it comes to different feasts and different signs and different scriptures that are just kind of hiding it in plain sight. This number four or four days, 4,000 years, 
And then you'll also see the number three, which is the period from Jesus's birth to his second coming and the thousand year reign. So 3000 years. And you'll see the number seven, which is the total number of the, basically the known history of mankind, the alpha and the omega until after the millennium, Satan is released one more time. And then the new Jerusalem lands. And then it's like, the whole world gets destroyed. So don't worry about the world getting destroyed anytime soon. We still have a thousand years. We're just going to think it's going to be completely destroyed because you're going to see the beast system rise possibly any month or in a few years. And it's obvious that it is. And the data is so overwhelming that we just get stuck on one thing. People just want to like focus on the Titanic story. Cause it's like, Oh, it's so romantic. It's just like Jack and Rose. These billionaires. And it's tragic. It, it is tragic. But the memes have been so ridiculous about the little Nintendo controller that they had about the way that, well, we found out the Navy knew the whole entire time that the submarine had basically crashed. They're like, yes, distraction. So we're going to basically see coming down to the last tiny little stretch, the seven-year period, when the beast system is set in place. So don't you guys think the rapture's showing up right away? We're going to have to have kind of marathon runners mentality. And I've been, you can't tell I'm kind of out of breath because I've been running a marathon the last uh, 48 hours. We just did a show with Derek Gilbert, strange o'clock podcast. I'd like to thank Gerilyn for arranging that. Yesterday was uh, Dr. Joy. And we're going to be doing a lot more shows uh, Michael Heiser team, uh, people that worked with Michael Heiser very closely. It's going to be amazing. But I feel like what I need to focus on today, the Lord's been getting me into Don Basham face up with the miracle foundational Basham stuff. And believe me, in his day, my grandfather was a trendsetter and he took a lot of flack for talking about the gift. And one of the things that he also was admonished by the Lord was to not just talk about other people and other ministries. And I tend to do that a lot, especially when you're a newer broadcaster, you tend to be like, well, you know, Russ Dizdar said, but Derek Prince said, but Michael Heiser says, and then you, your whole life just becomes reiterating other people's ministries, which is actually honorable. But if you don't stop and tell people your testimony, tell them what the Lord did for you, then you're, you're not going to have, you're not going to achieve full power. And it was just directly shown to me yesterday. Don't forget to talk about what I have done in your life. Also, it strengthens us. It strengthens you. It strengthens everyone to say, look, if this clown can have this many miracles, wow, maybe God can do something in my life too. And boy, has he taken care of me. I feel so spoiled. I feel like the biggest brat in the kingdom just because he's just let me survive despite myself. He's done things. I don't know why he keeps taking care of me sometimes. I'm just like, God, what do I ever do for you? I don't feel like I'm, I'm this big successful person for your kingdom. You know, yeah, sure. Forsake all dropout, follow God. Yes, I get that. But, you know, you have this visual of what a real Christian looks like. And then you think, well, why does he, why is he so nice to me? 
well, it just comes down to this. He loves you. He loves me. He loves us. And we're all going to stumble and fall. The world is going to get so messy, though. People, if you don't feel perfect in your flesh, my gosh, like, look at what they're doing. Look at what they're promoting. Look at how vile the system has become. And then you're telling me that, oh, you're not good enough for God. I mean, sure, none of us are. But the church is now completely split down the middle. All denominations are having a civil war because of obviously, you know, poopy time, poopy time, putting your junk where it don't belong and chopping off kids stuff. And if, if you still are on the fence about that, well, I got news for you. This ain't pride month. We've said every show, this is demon month. We've just got a few days left to go. We've seen all these companies fall on their sword. We're seeing things like, oh my gosh, we're on the brink of nuclear war, pushing Russia to the edge, seeing insane things happen over there. A possible coup happened two days ago. We're going to get into that. And people are obsessed with, with harming children. Excuse me? And let me tell you one miracle that God showed me. The other day, I just, it was during the Russian coup. He had me in this cabin in the woods door locked in prayer all day. And I called other people later, um, an intercessor, Anna prayers. She runs the quantum Christianity podcast, which if you want to get 12 foundation stones grounded, listen to those, give those to people who are new believers who need grounding. Um, they're fun to listen to if you're a seasoned veteran Christian too, but I think we need more tools, more intercessors like Anna prayer. She's also a very grounded uh, instructor in the word. And, and the, the greatest thing about listening to her talk is she gets so excited just reading the Bible. Like she's like, Oh man, this is so good. And she just can't like, she's like, I'm going to read one verse. Oh no, I got to read the next verse. Oh, oh, the next verse is so good. Like that kind of re reminding you to, to fear and tremble at the word of God and delight in the word. So anyway, I, I, heard from her later she's like she couldn't stop speaking in tongues the entire day and wasn't even paying attention to the news so there was something going on in the heavens of like i need everybody on deck well i want to tell a little miracle that took place in 2016 before missionary life went downhill in my life and i'll probably write a book someday if God ever stops giving us miracles and crazy stories that we can't even keep up with, then fine. I'll sit down and be like, what happened back in 1992? <laughs> well, no, I'm not there yet. I'm talking every day. There's just download after download, adventure after adventure, struggling to just keep track of the dreams that he's unleashing, unlocking mysteries in the word. But I want to recommend this concept of the spirit wars of going into the spirit and doing spiritual warfare. This is how Omega man and I uh, made friends in the first place was he saw some blog posts about Don Basham, spiritual warfare. Anybody got his stuff. And I was like, I'm his grandson. I have all of his tapes. And he was like, give me those tapes. So that's how we um, came into contact about 10 years ago. You can go into the spirit by faith and have 
practically like a Star Wars experience of spiritual battle against the enemy. Against It says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against fallen principalities. That means like Sith Lords. That means like Darth Maul. That means like Emperor Palpatine. We're not just here saying, dear Jesus, please stop Roe versus Wade. Amen. No, you got to read the Bible and see the enemies of Israel were Moloch worshipers. And whenever Israel began to adopt the practices of sacrificing your child to this ancient entity, God removed his hand of protection. So, likewise, what does that look like? If you're going to go into combat against, say, an entity like Moloch, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be really tough. And that's what Roe versus Wade was. And we were doing things my friends and I would share visions, prophecies. I just posted some to my telegram. So if you guys don't want to download an app or whatever, you can read whatever links and things we post there every day. But I posted a few paragraphs and I'm reading this. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this was in 2016. This was before anybody had any hope of ever overturning Roe versus Wade. And when you declare things and you see them firsthand going and like, ramming the blade ship into the hull of the evil carrier. And it's kind of like micro fictions and kind of cheesy to read actually. But when you look at the dates and the times, like, wow, we were like decapitating Moloch's principality, not Moloch himself, but seeing in the spirit, seeing him dethroned. And it was all written out some old diary journal thing from, you know, buried in my computer that I have never had time to edit with other people too. I don't suggest you go after Moloch all by yourself, you know, but once you start getting into it, you start to realize that these fallen angels, these entities, they are directly connected into the stars. And what does that mean? Aliens? I don't know. I don't know how that all works. Um, I'm pretty sure that aliens are real. They're not allowed to come here physically. The ones that do come here are coming here illegally. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by my chickens. They came to visit the cabin. I'm broadcasting right now from Glenn Basham's cabin in the forest. He's in Florida doing a um, violin retreat. And um, it's, it's my honor to be able to use this cabin to broadcast to the amazing Omega Man audience. Don't you dare poop on the porch again, guys. You're lucky you survived another night. These movies that are coming out, these zombie movies and horror movies that unfortunately I'll indulge in sometimes, remind me so much of the life of a chicken because they have to survive the night. And if any critter gets in their coop, it's literally like a horror movie. You'll see like a mess of chicken gizzards and feathers everywhere and be like, no, not Glucky. Oh no, they got Peggy too. But. You know, every time they kill a chicken, I go out and I buy four more baby chickens. So looks like I might need to go buy some more chickens pretty soon <laughs> and finish their coop. So I just want to invite you guys to find some prayer buddies, find some intercessors and begin to get used to a life on your knees before God, or you can live your life on your knees before the government. It's your choice. Better yet, live your life on your face before God. So, speaking figuratively, I mean, if you have a place that's got a clean floor, you know, get a prayer rug. Go into your closet. 
prostrate yourself before God and let his mighty hand lift you up. And I'm telling you the power of that is so immense. The enemy fights prayer constantly because he knows that that's where he falls. That's where he loses his throne. So we didn't like decapitate Moloch himself, but whatever vessel he was using, it was like a death star event, like blowing up the death star back in 2016, claiming it. Then what do we see even under the false government, this coup government of Joe Biden, we see the overturning of Roe versus Wade out of nowhere. It just was like this victory that was like, wait, what? We, we get to win sometimes again? And that was one of the biggest, most beautiful things I think that has ever happened thanks to the hard efforts of the patriots, the, the good judges that Trump got in there. And of course, prayer. Um, we need to have that vision of victory again, people, because people are in such, we have this kind of, um, this sense of defeat, this sense of, well, I can't change the world. And well, the Bible says it's the end of times and I better get out of town and country boy can survive. Yes. Country boy can survive, but we have to have this vision of what are we going to do in our cabins? Are we going to sit there and make moonshine and like Noah, like, well, the world got destroyed and uh, I guess I'll plant a vineyard now and just get drunk every day. That wasn't a very glorious, end of Noah's story. If you guys remember what happened, <laughs> don't think like that. Get in that prayer cabin, have time with God in spirit, pray for the nations, pray for Putin, pray against Putin, making the wrong choice. Pray against this guy. I forgot to write down his name. I always forget his name. Pergojin. Pergojin. I call him Pliskin for fun. So let's just call him Pliskin. That's a fun name. Snake Pliskin. It sounds like that. So Pliskin, this general, goes into crazy mode, which he's already been. He's the head of Wagner Group Russia, which is the most effectual fighting force of Russia right now. It's a paramilitary. It's a um, basically they're hired soldiers. A lot of these guys are prisoners. You know, so their their sentence was lifted if they would go to the front lines and fight. And boy, can they fight. I forget the name of the fighting force America had during World War II that were very effectual. But a similar kind of band, maybe somebody in the chat knows. I'm sorry, I don't have any internet in the mountain. <laughs> I wish I could see the chat. But if there's any um, any chats that uh, Shannon sees that are are good to read, then I depend on you, brother. But the Wagner Group, for you guys that haven't really been following the Russia fight, which it's impossible to keep on top of everything, but you need to know that the, the terrifying, powerful hammer of Russia has been the Wagner Group. As in Wagner, as in like the flight of the Valkyries, as in like culture and music and, you know, and no, it doesn't mean they're, they're Nazis. The Ukrainians are Nazis. Unfortunately, I'm not happy about that, but that's just the truth. They, I believe, performed a coup, um, a false flag coup. False flag means pretending to do one thing while you're intending to do something else. They pretended to be attacked by Russia. So why would Russia strike its most important, valuable military asset? That's insane. 
this guy is so flamboyantly out of control. He's kind of a Donald Trump military general. He's sort of a, he even looks a little bit like Patton, General Patton. And the man is out there. He's doing this video. He's like, here are all these dead soldiers. It was Russia's fault. I'm coming to get you, Putin. I'm coming to get you, uh, this other Japanese general's name. that sounds like a Japanese name. Uh, it's, it was so like WWF, like Hulk Hogan. Ooh, you know what? I don't like you. We're going into the ring together, me and you. Ooh. Like the stupid Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg nonsense, which is another topic we need to discuss. There's actually a prophetic element to that. But the next day he starts driving up one road. So a bunch of pickup trucks, you know, going to take over Moscow. <laughs> And actually, everybody freaked out, you know, <laughs> even the people that seemed to be pretty complacent. They were freaking out, too. And yes, it could have actually been really, really dangerous if Putin hadn't exercised restraint and just kind of like let things go and worked out a deal. Very Donald Trump style. Which proves that Donald Trump was a Russian agent, too. No, just joking. Worked out a deal. This this Pliskin guy, he wants to retire anyway. He's He's been on the battlefield for so long. He's a decorated war hero, very out of control, does flamboyant crazy things to get attention, to distract the enemy so that when you appear weak, the enemy doesn't realize how strong you are. This is art of war stuff. This is very old. You need to remember that the Russians, they are white guys. They look and act and talk a little bit like hillbillies. But I live around hillbillies in the mountains, mountain people, and you never underestimate hillbillies that can, like, actually survive out in pretty much Afghanistan conditions out here. So if that's what Russians are like, man, they are very enigmatic, very uh, deep, wise people. And they don't, they're like good old boys that they don't give a goose god darn what the city boy's doing. They look at all this Illuminati Western trash that's happening right now and they're just like yeah you're gonna get mobbed if you go downtown but country boy can't survive you guys gotta listen to that song country boy can't survive if if i can just use one biblical expletive you know we say grace we say man if you ain't into that we don't give damn Country boy can survive. They're like, whatever, you you goofballs. You're just putting LGBT and bioweapons labs and Nazis and installing evil governments into Ukraine and now rolling in the nukes. Like, yeah, you better believe we're going to give you a whooping. And we're going to send our baddest, meanest, scariest guys to to be on the front lines. Russia hasn't even begun to fight yet, by the way. They've been using their old technology and i mean if you actually pay attention to the war like in one day all uh report is uh 20 tanks were destroyed here is footage we use uh a very cheap iranian technology drones kamikaze drones nobody hurt usually and uh they blow up and here is footage and you can just watch like an hour of drone footage blowing up tanks from the drone's little mini cam, probably the thing costs a few thousand bucks to make. I mean, they're not using their, their top technology and they are decimating 
all the stuff that we're sending to Ukraine, most of that money is going into probably child trafficking. I mean, that's what Ukraine really is. You know why? Oh, I just remembered we were talking about Moloch getting dethroned. That was a miracle that yours truly got to see witness to be a part of, because I was just crazy enough to go into the spirit wars back then. Moloch very hungry. Moloch need food. What was Moloch? You know, the god of abortion, the god of Roe versus Wade, the god of we can supply child sacrifice because all these idiots think that going to Planned Parenthood and having an abortion is, well, it's legal, so it must be good. Well, in many states, that was overturned. So now God can watch and see, okay, what, what states are voting for this? So now we're seeing the divide in America. We're seeing people move away from murder. And so the enemy has had to do something different. He's had to, and watch the new Jim Caviezel movie and even just watch the interviews. Jim Caviezel laid it all out. And I'll get back into Russia in just a second. Why, why is Russia fighting? Well, go see the guy that played Jesus Christ in Passion explain some numbers a barrel of oil remember back in member terrorism back in them early 2000s member that my daughter always says hey daddy member laster day she's only three so her concept of time is like eh, it's almost there thank the lord for our children please protect them all of our listeners children we just lay them before you lord and we ask for your protection and your your mercy and we joke around but Really, the, the sad truth is what they are doing to children, if any of us love our children, to see what they have been doing to children, what these evil, evil people, their eyes just glowing with Luciferian energy when you look at the, uh, the press briefing the other day, who the guy just walked out with, what, what's his face? The guy that literally looks like it's the clown. And uh, Jean-Pierre Le Blanc, Le Blanc, Le Blanc. You can't make fun of her because she's black and lesbian. Ooh. Like, just leaving the podium, shaking their head, can't answer a question about Hunter Biden pedophile laptop. We just need to send her back to Haiti. Send her back to Haiti? What? Yeah, let her choose. Haiti or France. They can both have her. Back to you. Oh, yeah, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm still in this, like, buzz of going live yesterday for, like, three or four-hour shows, three of them back-to-back. So I'm beginning to feel like Omega Man a little bit, like, what it's like to be like, oh, my gosh, you can turn this into a full-time job, and and there's still not enough time. You know? World record, um, 11 shows back-to-back. I don't know if I'll ever do that again. I don't think so. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> What were you thinking, brother? We need you for the for the tribulation. Don't burn out too fast. I think people died listening to that 11-hour marathon. <laughs> <laughs> World record for number of dead guests. <laughs> Still chugging along. Oh, I got some more guests for you, by the way. I've been talking to people, and I'm like, oh, by the way, you know, Omega Man is looking for guests. So. Hook a brother Spirit up. That's what I'm talking about. Folks, if you're just joining us, we're live with prolific podcaster, Michael Basham, he's got a cool show. I think it's the best podcast going anywhere right now. you got to check it out. We'll give details later. Keep going, my friend. Oh, Shannon, he says that to all the podcasters. No, just kidding. I appreciate that. That's, that's a big honor. Um, that's God's blessing. Um, we got to get 
Derek Prince Ministries, my uncle Dick on your show. He wants to come on. Oh, yeah. So I'll get you his phone number. Awesome. Also, some other buddies that um, that have been talking to me, they're like, yeah, wow, Omega Man, so cool. I'm like, you know about Omega Man? Yeah, you, you actually, you'd be a great guest on their show. Anyway, Russia is fighting for its survival. It's it's always been um, ever since the days of when you saw the coup happen in the early 1900s, the Bolshevik revolution, the overthrow of the czars and the installing of this butcher system, which is like the precursor to the communists and Stalin and all the just hundreds of millions of deaths under those systems, under those regimes in China, you had a hundred million people die. A hundred million people were murdered in China under communism. We installed it and Yale University website boasts about that fact. Anyway, we're not going to get into some huge history lessons. I know we only have 25 minutes. So Pliskin marching on up to Russia to, to uh, Moscow saying, I'm on a, I'm on to be the new government. And what does Putin do? He works out a deal. And what, what, what the heck? I mean, what was this general, this genius military strategist is just going to send his whole best guys in a bunch of pickup trucks up to like a bunch of dump trucks going up to Moscow and going to take it over. <laughs> the argument is, well, he thought everybody would join him. Well, where, when have I ever heard anybody want that in Russia? I've never heard that before. <laughs> so I think it was all a psyop. And now he's going off to Belarus, which is not just some podunk place. It's like where Russia is moving the nukes. Like that's like one of the nuclear launch stations. So he is still very much in the game, but they're going to do a, a shift of power. Wagner group, obviously there's things going on. Never let an opportunity go to waste. These guys are fighting for their very survival. They know Bill Clinton's mentor, Carol S. Quigley, author of tragedy and hope wrote out this whole giant 30,000 foot perspective of all history and all economics and the federal reserve banking system and that history. And then there's this huge study on Russia. You want to know why the globalists hate Russia so much? Read, just read that chapter. It's probably a few hundred pages long. It lays out how they have looked at Russia as the biggest threat to the Illuminati banking structure, family, world government for ages now. And they've sought to control Russia, to destabilize it and to bring it to its knees. I mean, you can't just go to Russia and exterminate all the Russians. So what do they do? They, they install these dictatorships. Putin came out from under one of those and is not a dictator, believe it or not. I mean, he is exercising dictatorial leadership at times when the leader is needed, but he is exercising extreme restraint. And what we just saw two days ago, everybody was freaking out. They were like, holy crap, Russia could literally turn into this chaotic mess. And then they, if Putin goes down, who's going to replace him? Somebody a lot less restra uh, restraintive, um, patient, self-controlling. So what's going on? I believe they're trying to kind of mess with everyone. All the world media was focused on Russia those couple of days on that one event. And it was a false flag. And meanwhile, nobody's talking about how they're strengthening their forces here on this part of the border on Ukraine and how they're moving things over here and they're doing this. And they are extremely 
smart strategists and they think way, way ahead of us. They look like white boys, but inside they think like, like general Sun Tzu strategists from the three kingdoms warring periods thousands of years ago in China. I mean, this is a part of the world guys that has had the same flow, uh, blood flow in their veins, China and Russia since the old Testament days. I mean, they're, their songs in China, video games and books and movies, reiterating the brilliant way that General Liu Bei and, and, and Sun Tzu Bingfa and Sun Guo Yan Yi and sorry, I can speak a little Chinese and get you get you some stories going about how it was basically like King David versus Saul or you know how Saul or uh, you know Samson tied the foxes together and then lit them on fire and then he went out and he killed a thousand Philistines and this is the kind of stories they have in this part of the world. We in the West have lost touch with our own identity, which is in the Bible, which is in the Old Testament Kings, which is in the, which is in the prophets. I'm pulling up my Bible right now. Cause I'm going to bring the word. And my chickens are like, they hear me in here and they're squawking to let me in. This is literally a horror movie. Let me in. I do want to talk a little bit about that, but uh, just to kind of give you guys as we go on here, I, I have been doing a little mini Bible study on the word fear in Psalms. If you want to go through the entire book of Psalms and look up every word where it says fear, you'll be surprised the scriptures that are there because we're talking about events happening right now and the, the evil, the people that are just, it's so yucky to look at them. It's like looking at the poopy bowl and comparing it with another poopy bowl in the bathroom at the truck stop and being like, well, you know, I'll see this one's got a little bit more brown than that one. Yeah, well, you should see how much corn in, in that green stew is in this poopy bowl. And that's how I feel like every time I open Drudge Report. Psalm 5-7, as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Wow. And I could turn into Anna Prayers and read every other scripture around that right now, but I'm not going to. Anna Prayers, 12 Foundation Stones, Facebooks.com. Next one. In whose eyes a vile person is contemned, but he honoreth them that fear the Lord. And that's the person who shall abide in his holy tabernacle in the holy hill. Fear of God is a very good thing, guys. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. So if you, if you ever wake up and you're like, Oh, I have anxiety. Just go and look up. Don't look up peace. And we need comfort. Oh, look up the words fear in Psalms and you'll find You'll be surprised. It's, there's a lot more comfort there. I'll read a few more in a second. I will fear no evil, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. My grandfather's mentor, Rufus Mosley, he, he prophesied, those who are closest to Jesus in the end times are going to get better and better, and those farthest away from the spirit of Jesus are going to get worse and worse. You hear that, chickens? Yeah, you're not getting in here chickens i can't watch jurassic park because it's just i all i see is my chickens doing chicken things <laughs> that's jurassic park all the new ones um so 
what's going on in Russia, uh, you better believe they are fighting for their very survival. It was written in all the globalist documents, which Careless Quigley's book, that was Bill Clinton's mentor. It was a book that was never supposed to be released. So you need to go download the PDF and keep it on your shelf or thumb drive or burn it to a CD because that is their whole plan for world domination. Of course, it doesn't mention Satan will be on his throne and, uh, you know, we got to hurry up because Jesus is coming back pretty soon. Well, I feel like the end times have been postponed to quote uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator. Judgment Day could not be averted. It could only be postponed. You know, that whole concept of Skynet is coming and you get those future shocks, those future quakes where, you know, you've got these these insane Terminators from the future, from this future war that's coming soon. L.A. is going to be nuked and, oh, my gosh, the A.I. is going to. Well, they keep postponing it. But at some point, you can't postpone the future any longer. And I don't think that the date of the Antichrist's arrival and even Jesus's coming has been set in stone. No man knows the day or the hour, but it doesn't say no man knows the week or the month or the year. I think we're coming down to that final countdown where the events that are unfolding with these huge, giant shifts of power, these titanic forces, it's like watching planets align or something, like going through their their motions. I mean, I've had visions of Saturn where in one of our spirit wars, it wasn't like I saw it with my own eyes, but if you visualize like one of these Star Wars-y spirit wars battles, which that's my show, I'll get into that sometimes. If I've gone through an hour of normal biblical news analysis, then things start to get trippy. So sometimes you got to run ahead towards the end and then it's like, okay, I did have this crazy dream about aliens and this vision about, you know, an interstellar war with Moloch and Saturn and the moons of Saturn and our different ships and how they looked. And it was just, it gets so fun. I mean, it's stuff that I would love to, as Omega Man uses AI to paint funny pictures, like use AI to, to paint these different spirit war visions. One of the things about Saturn that's so alarming is how dang big it is. It's just terrifying. You know, you're used to maybe being in the orbit of earth and seeing the moon and seeing, you know, kind of all the nations. It's thousands and thousands and thousands of times bigger than earth. And you're, you're seeing that and it's just horrifying in a way it's in a way beautiful, but it's, it's terrifying. And there's a lot of occult ritual stuff that goes along with Saturn and the Saturn cults and see the interview. We just posted strange o'clock with Derek Gilbert, uh, the return of Saturn. So these are like the fallen star gods and they're all, their power is derived somehow interlinked to these giant planets. But see, when you look at what's happening in Russia, when you look at what's happening and we're going to shift a little bit to Elon Musk, I know there's, we could talk about Russia all day. I need to bring another little chess piece to the table. As we continue to fear no evil, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him and he will show them his covenant. Are you afraid of your taxes? Are you afraid of your mortgage? Are you afraid of Vladimir Putin going to get you? Or the, the accomplished pianist, pianist, puts the pianist in pianist, Vladimir Zelensky, gay frogman. He literally talks like a gay frog. If you listen to Zelensky, he talks just like this. I need uh, more money, Ukraine. <laughs> yes. 
Let me pay piano. No, Zelensky, do not. No, do not pull your pants. Zelensky, this is not your comedy show. No, but they, they laugh. They think very funny. I do dance. No, Zelensky. Oh, no. Do not. Oh, my gosh. He's wearing he's wearing leather under his his suit. Crap, guys, can you please turn the cameras off right now? Zelensky, we need to talk. You're an actor. You need to do as the director said. No, I am a, I am a very good leader of Ukraine. I always wear T-shirts to United Nations meeting. Super cool. These are super clowns. Um, don't fear these clowns. Don't even feel despair about the quote-unquote leadership in America today. It's all fake. It's all fake. Don't even worry about Mark Zuckerberg trying to delete your Facebook. In my case, I've had AI, uh, weaponized AI come against me. I've begun to realize that artificial intelligence is now so toxic that they're not going to send the Terminator after you. First, they're going to use your social media and start to brainwash your friends, your family, to turn you into something that you're not. So if you depend on Facebook, guess what? It's not 2008 anymore. It's not 2009. It's not 2007. Oh, I get to see grandma's photos. Wow, really? That's what you're going to lose your soul for? They will take things that you said, put them out of context, and, and start wars, family wars even, with grandma. Because grandma watched Oprah too many times, and she doesn't like Trump, and she saw you... And it knows that. The AI deliberately puts every Trump meme, pro-Trump thing. This is what happened in 2016. So that now half of your family hates your guts just because of the AI, which was weaponizing that you and grandma were friends on Facebook. I, I got to see that firsthand right away uh, during the Obama campaign and then during the Trump campaign. And, and then um, just overall, like just it turned people evil it turned people crazy so if you can i mean get off of facebook go go on like if you have to have a thing that you can talk to people or share information with there's other platforms that are not weaponized by ai and you'll use a little more effort to to reach out to each other uh we're working on that omega men's got some incredibly good ideas and i'm so proud of him for last week just deleting everything <laughs> i mean that's scary when you're you depend on those for some extra views but you know what? The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. So if you want to get into this crazy stuff, stop fearing for your, your job, your finances. You know, what are you going to do? If you do have a conversation about your finances and your wife is scared or your husband or your um, whatever, your friends, what are we going to do financially? Well, you sit down and you recount, like go and sit down and read a chapter out of my grandfather's book, um, Face Up with a Miracle recount the miracles that God has done. Recount how at the last minute, when it seemed like there was no way you're going to make it through, suddenly the money just was there. And, and sometimes it's romantic to make it scrape by with just a few dollars for, for a day. I mean, not saying like every day, like that's not the plan. <laughs> I've never seen the righteous begging bread. And no, asking for donations is not begging bread. And everybody donate to Omega Man Radio. Go on the website and donate because this is a military operation. This is not just entertainment. This is not just a nice little happy dappy church. This is an alignment of great warriors. I am humbled and terrified to be sitting at a table with some of these guys that are like really, really heavy duty, big guns Christians. And to talk to Thomas Morrow the other day and 
he calls me up to tell me about the 2030 Messiah return video, which again, you guys need to write these things down. I, I drop a lot of data and names not to like overwhelm you. You got to watch this, this uh, Bible documentary. It will give you hope that we could be coming down to the final seven years. I don't agree with their uh, antichrist doctrine. They don't even mention the antichrist. It's just about when Jesus comes back. And the, the number four, the number three, the number seven, all the, the verses about the hundreds of scriptures. And it's like, guys, time is ticking down. Uh, when Jesus comes back, he says, will I find faith on the earth? Be careful. Watch out for covetousness. A man's life does not consist in the things that he owns. But if you can break away from all that, oh my gosh, I had so many scriptures I was going to read today, and uh, we're just not going to have time. Um, if you can break away from covetousness, from fear of man, from all that crap, God is going to take care of you. And in the leaders in the Bible, people make fun of Putin, again, for reading, you listen to his speech, he tells you, like, what happened throughout history. And, of course, the media in the West, like, mocks that. They're like, ho, ho, Putin is giving another history lesson. Ha, ha, history. What? Really? You guys believe in this? Uh, uh, anybody with me? Uh, oh, no, no. Oh, okay. Like, all the leaders in the Bible used to give history lessons about how God led them through the wilderness, how God gave, got them into the promised land. They would mention about the patriarchs. You know, those, those scriptures can be a little tedious to read through, but maybe just read one of those Psalms. Because that's what God is doing right now to lead us. He's leading us how to get through the end times. It's going to be biblical. I mean, you just type in Abraham in the Psalms, and it reminds you, Psalm 105. I'm not going to read you the whole psalm, but if you would just read Psalm 105, and there's the reminder of the covenant that God made with Abraham and his oath unto Isaac, and the same unto Jacob for a law, and to Israel for an everlasting covenant, and then I will give you the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance. And even when you were a few men in number, I'm getting chills just reading this. They went from one nation to another, one kingdom to another people. He suffered no man to do them wrong. He reproved kings for their sakes, saying, touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm. And then he called a famine upon the land. And then he sent Joseph, who was sold for a servant. I mean, it's going on and on. It's like, here's the whole story, <laughs> you know? And these little keys in there that you need, to, you need to write those down, put them on sticky notes, and post them around your house. That he will take care of you. Touch not mine anointed. Do my prophets no harm. Are you one of his anointed? Are you one of his prophets? Or are you somebody that's like, well, I listened to the latest Robin Bullock and uh, feel better today. And that's good. Listen to them. How about your prophetic life? When was the last time you got a word from the Lord? Well, it's, it's a weapon. It's a shield. It's not because I'm so good and holy, I get prophecy. Jesus has to love me now. No, it's you come under that, that uh, tent of Jesus Christ. And you might be a little nervous to be like, face God, most people are. Visions of New Jerusalem, a lot of people are not that close to the throne of God. It's just too much to deal with. It's just too scary. 
You know, people are afraid of, of a loving father sometimes. They can't deal with the idea of a father who loves them. Well, if you would come under the covering of the Lord Jesus Christ, obviously you need to get Jesus in your heart, get saved, receive the Lord Jesus Christ, believe in him, and you'll be saved. Then you get as close to him as you possibly can. You get under that intimacy, the fellowship of the Most High, which the enemy is trying to usurp with AI, installing that. Elon Musk, don't trust him, but man, are we praying for him. Please pray for Elon Musk to get saved. I'm serious. It sounds so goofy, but at the very least that he would be acknowledging a greater power and for his people under him, because that's, that has been one of our focus targets this week. So if you guys want to just agree with me and us on that, our team, spirit force, whatever we are, uh, the spirit force, I don't have a building. I don't have a, a cult thing to sell anybody. Don't even really have a book published. That's about what we do. Um, it's just the kingdom of God weaponized. You know, I just, that's the best way I can describe what we do. And, uh, and just through normal people that are oftentimes clowning around. I'm sorry, I had some guests that were using a little bit of profanity, but they were going through some harsh things. And I do not represent Derek Prince Ministries or Omega Man Radio Network or Fringe Radio Network when sometimes we have people on our shows that do stuff like that. I don't like to use profanity unless it's in the Bible, you know. Those are the ones that I won't even mention on this show because I don't want to make anybody. I just think it's silly that it's, it's immature. But the, the immaturity that we're seeing in leadership, not as far as Putin is con- con- concerned, and I believe that Pliskin thing was, was a coup, um, a false flag coup to just upset the nations and get other things done. Not a single shot was fired. So there you go. Um, this idiot thing with Mark Zuckerberg and uh, Elon Musk going in a, in a cage to fight is the most ridiculous junior juvenile, silly reality show thing that we've seen from any of these guys in a long time. Uh, This is some, this is the kind of thing we need to pray against. There is an effort to get Elon Musk out of the grasp of the enemy. And, and if that happens, he will turn many to righteousness. And I believe even AI itself, we, I, I repent of just saying, oh, it's all doom and gloom. We're not going to be able to operate under this thing. It's just God's going to save us from AI. That's it. Yes, at the last image of desolation, the revival of paganism and idol worship, yes. But I believe that God is going to do some miracles that we're just not expecting. And if we have the vision of even like, rodeoing and corralling that beast AI and let that beast do some work for you out in the field until people start worshiping the molten calf again. And then it's time to head for the hills. Uh, I just, I, I really, there's something this last week that God's been showing us about a possibility of even taking over artificial intelligence and making it work for the kingdom. I'm not talking about that vile church service that was conducted by AI. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying, what is a beast? It does the burden work on the farm. It goes and pulls the plow. And I have one other verse here to break up your fallow, to break up your stony ground, get, get out there. It's the plow. It's uh, Jeremiah four, three, thus saith the Lord to the men of Judah and Jerusalem, break up your fallow ground and so not among thorns. 
So good. The whole chapter. Thank you, Lord. So the idea of AI is going to kill everybody and take over everything. It, it is. It's used by evil men like Mark Zuckerberg. And, uh, I noticed that your post went against your community guidelines. So now I'm going to take you to my secret base in Hawaii and torture you in a dungeon. Uh-huh. No, you don't want to go under Mark Zuckerberg's uh, mansion in Kauai and be tortured by his giant robots that apparently he has down there. That's a rumor, but it's kind of interesting. Break up your fallow ground. How? Well, we need to sow the seed of the kingdom. That's ministry. That's mission work. That's sharing the good news of salvation. What if Omega Man didn't have to sit at his computer and type a bunch of things every time he needed to post the show to different platforms? What if you had a bot do that for you? The voice is true. The voice is real. It's really me, Michael Basham, you know, Omega Man, really him. Maybe we'll have a secret password that only we know so that the the, ar- the artificial intelligence can't mimic our voice and then do do a fake Spirit Wars show and Omega Man and the whole thing's a fake, like, evil robot. <laughs> That's actually possible soon. So you want, you want to have, like, keys, like little wink, wink, it's me, you know, kind of things. But I know we're out of time, but guys, missionary work. Omega Man's a missionary. I've done mission work poorly, but been around the world for 20 years. I still I consider the internet a mission field. If we had AI to break up the fallow ground and stop sowing among the thorns, stop posting to Facebook all day. That's silly. Sorry if you do that all day. I mean, this is that is thorny ground. That's I got I went on a hike. I got stuck in the thorns for two hours. I had a military hazmat suit on. I was like just trying to explore in the mountain. Thorns are painful, dude. When they get under your clothes, ouch. And you, it's hard to move. And don't, don't sow a garden in that. That's Facebook. That's YouTube. Come join us. Come join. Do a Spirit Force show if you need to get started on podcasting. Send us emails. Like, let's triangulate. Let's build little gardens of community. Gilbert House Fellowship application. They have a social club that you can ruminate about different things around their topics. A little app that you can have your own little, I mean, social media does not need to take over your life. It can be a little place where you do little things and you can like comment and stuff. Don't let it rule your life. Break up the fallow ground. Let's be missionaries. Hallelujah. So Amen. I guess there's, there's so many things that I was going to get into as well, but um, sometimes it's good just to keep it short. Shannon, thank you so much. Folks, it's time to escape the cyber ghetto and join us in the White Mountains where people can still be free. Hey, I just added an account to uh, talk to you. That thing's been around 20 years. I found out it can pick up our podcast. So um, uh, we're going into um, new territory, folks. Michael, myself, and others, um, where we can speak the truth without compromise. Michael, how do people uh, contact you, and how do they support your ministry? Sorry. Facebooks.com. Don't go to Starbucks and buy aborted fetal cell tissue coffee. You can support us at facebooks.com and I'll buy you a coffee and maybe a whole coffee orchard in when we get to heaven. 